0: yo 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 what's going on y'all man it's your boy rick taylor back with another episode of that rick taylor entertainment podcast and i'm here with man my homie man um i knew this guy <laughs> since high school you know good dude good person um always him, like always been himself never tried to fit in not a follower a <clears throat> leader a um, positive person man all around like a, a super positive person you know um and I always, like, you know, admired that about you, bro. Um, I'm here with my boy, man, Carlos Tyler, man. What's going on with I you? I appreciate it, bro, man.
1: I, I know, real quick, uh, for the viewers, man, we talked, what, like two weeks ago? Yeah. When I was saying I dropped my podcast, the Soul Podcast, and right away, I, before um, me knowing you had that, I saw your, your clips on Facebook. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, let me inbox them right away. And the reason why is because it's like, I remember all the different things you were doing with the photography and stuff like that. And me just getting into the podcast world, I'm like, let me tap into you, right? Mm -hmm. But the conversation we had, and again, you know, not to get so in-depth into it, the conversation we had blew my mind because, remember, prior to that, I haven't talked to you since high school. I graduated a year before you. right? And just the growth. I'm like this right here, we gotta collab. And yeah. so I, again I, I, I didn't know you was gonna call me this quick. <laughs> yeah, oh yeah, for sure. Man,
0: I'll keep my word, man. I yeah. appreciate you for even reaching out to me and stuff yeah. like that, bro, because that really meant a lot, bro. And um he was just letting me know, like, bro, you're doing a good job, yeah. keep doing it, and it yeah. feel good to hear that, bro. Like, you know, not saying I need to hear all the time to keep me motivated because really? I know what I'm doing and we all know what we're doing as humans and are part of our serving our purpose. Yeah. Um but it feels good to just hear that you are doing something good and yeah. on the right track and you're being positive and trying to give a platform to others. Mm-hmm. Um now I met you in high school, bro. Yep. Yep. Like when I met you, bro, good vibes, bro. Yeah. Funny. Yeah. Uh you know, you you, you did you you were smart. Uhhuh. Mm-hmm. Um
1: and we ain't got four degrees. Yeah, yeah, man,
0: which we gonna which we gonna get into that for sure. Uh four degrees. Yeah. And then man, like um, you know what another thing, bro? Like you always been yourself, bro. Like, yeah. like um, you know what? You you made like you made me look at it like dress it like the way like you dressed, you used to wear suits sometimes. Yeah. Even do. though it's probably for basketball and all that, bro, but I was like, man, that dude, he you had no problem wearing it. You knew how wow. to wear it. Yeah. Like you, you had a certain confidence and energy about yourself, bro. Like, and I was like, bro, like, bro, it was really cool, bro. Like, and the way you carried yourself, I'm like, man, I could I see, I could see, bro, being something like he positive. I can see him, me being around him. I can see him influence other people, like and stuff like that. Yeah. So, um, man, uh, I want to just say, tell you, bro, congratulations, bro, Thank and you. um, for sure, cause you, we came a long way, bro, and um, <laughs> it's just like to see where we at today, bro. To hear you got four degrees you don't yeah. you you know you're still on track yeah you're still that positive person mm-hmm. and um you know you're doing the podcasting now and like we need more people like that out here with positive and stuff to be doing podcasts and uh, i'm new to it myself right so for us to be linking right now is dope and i know we're gonna have a good conversation because like man you, like, we personally know each other exa- exactly <laughs> that's exactly what it is we personally know each other yeah and um bro just like the just like the knowledge that you got bro uh-huh. i i know you can spread it to somebody and um you know and stuff like that but we gonna um dig so let me explain this too like yeah. um uh, the show is for open for everybody you know it's it's a lot of rappers and stuff and artists that come on here but it's also for entertainers uh, politicians Uh, Anybody who want to come up here It don't really matter what you do Like you come up here and vent and all that stuff Mm -hmm. And um Also like um I like to before we start also I want to say this uh, episode is um Sponsored by Danny Graphics Um she do a logos. Danielle tell her she do a lot of logos. She's good. She do business cards, flyers, backdrops. Uh, she can get you shirts. She can get you all kind of stuff. You know what I'm saying? It's pretty good. And, you know, good quality, good uh, designs and all that. And also, it's also sponsored by Makeup Junkie as well, which is her brand. Is again, um, she has a lot of makeup. Um, a lot of makeup. She's has her own makeup line. Been having it for like over about four or five years. Um. It's, it's good quality good stuff it's um actually named like all of our products is pretty much named after marijuana you know for all you pretty potheads heads out there that like makeup and stuff like that <laughs> there's definitely something for you to get into and that's um, dope you said that because i'm gonna link with it yeah exactly. for sure and the link will be down here y'all y'all see it mm-hmm. now carlos um for my fans for the people who want to know who probably don't know you um what was you born and raised
1: so right here in milwaukee wisconsin the funny part is i was born and raised right off of Hubbard and Center mm-hmm. on the east side. So uh, this is my stomping ground. So when you stated, like, where you was at, yeah, I, I really didn't need to address. Because mm-hmm. I, <laughs> mm-hmm. I knew where I was at. But um, right here in Milwaukee, Wisconsin, man, my mom had four boys. Um, my oldest brother, Charles, um, um, by the way, he just had a heart attack.
0: Oh, I'm sorry to hear that, man. Yeah, he,
1: um, he's doing better. Uh, he'll be 37 in December. Yeah, I got my big brother, Calvin, who getting married Saturday. Um, talk about a story um, He just got out of prison And got out Got his own tr- um, transportation business Had another two babies And now getting ready to get married So that's a blessing within itself yeah, And then man. my little brother Davis um, Who's 29 And um, doing really well Exceptional um, He actually um, <laughs> got me into Wanting to buy a charger Cause he make it look Like how you just said How I make suits look cool yeah. He make Driving that charger, powerful, like you just like masculine, elegant, but he's so smooth right. with it. So I'm like, I'm gonna get the charger.
0: I used to always want the charger back <laughs> in the day because chargers came out, it was like 08 when they came out. Bro. like man, them things cold. Bro. Yeah,
1: it is, man. And so, um, but yeah, that's pretty much the bulk of me, man. I, I love it here in Milwaukee. Um, as me, and you were talking off camera, man, um, I, right down the street of Chicago. And obviously Chicago has way more things. It's the third biggest city in the country for anyone that didn't know. right? I'm a history guy. Um, But the beautiful part about it is it's so many things to see. Mm -hmm. That um, I'm looking to purchase a uh, a condo down there um, sometime uh, in the next few years. Um, But man, Milwaukee, for me, has taught me so much about um, perseverance, surviving, the struggle um being able to um you know utilize all those things to be better mm-hmm. right cuz I, I think and the reason why i want to hit that is because a lot of a lot of things that are on the news um, you hear so much negativity oh, my. but there's so much positive stuff here yeah like, it is a lot man and so um i try my best to keep the city on my back and just really mantra how amazing we are here in the city Um, And how unique, I think that's important too, right? Like we're very unique people and what will make us branch out for people to see is for us to do this, right? Collaboration, sharing information, sharing ideas, sharing stories, and really at the end of it being uplifting. How can we progress this to the next generation? Um, I have four children, three girls and one boy. Um, So I'm always doing things to make sure that they understand and know, you know, this is how it should look, doing things together. Right. Right.
0: Man, that's nice, man. That's good to hear, man. Um, shout out to your brother, man, who just got out of prison and he turned his life around. He, yeah. he took that second chance and just mm-hmm. made something about it. Like, made something out of himself. excuse mm-hmm. me. And um, what you having four kids, man, what's that like, man? Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> what is that like?
1: So let's track back. Um, I actually have technically five. Um, I had a son who passed away when I was married back in 2007 Sorry to hear that. Yeah, thanks, man. It, I, I tell people when I talk about it, um, it It's a blessing um, because my son gave me a a second understanding of what life is. Like I feel like God gave me a second chance to Mm -hmm. look at life differently um, when I was uh, back when I was married at fifteen. But a father of four, I tell you what, it challenges you every day. Um, The beautiful thing I love about being a father is being wanted. Like I love being wanted, being needed. It is such a uh, great feeling mm-hmm. that you're in the world and people really want your attention. <clears throat> people want you to um, do stuff with, learn, grow, um, cry with you, right? My kids, I, I'm an emotional person, so my kids are they can feel me when dad's not feeling well or something's going on, and we I I can literally talk to my kids, and for me that's a great feeling because. Even through children, it lets you know that they're powerful, right? Using the tutelage of having them um, listen, um, being able to learn so many different things. And then the other beautiful part is is that they teach you how to just be a kid. Like we're grown adults. And because we get so serious about bills and everything else, we forget the most component thing in the world. And it's just like have fun. Right, my kids teach me how to have fun still, yep. so that's a beautiful thing with them, man.
0: Yeah, and they teach you like to have fun and have time because you know, like, yeah, the bills do have to get paid, yeah. But you know, I, I something I learned that somebody said before, and it, like, it, it was deep, it was like, yeah, you can buy your kids all that stuff and all that, but. At the end of the day, they remember, they don't they're not gonna remember remember you bought this. They're gonna remember you was here. Yes. Time. Yes. That's that's what it's about too, is time. So when my shorty get here, man, I want to make sure I gave it a lot of time. Man, shout man. out to you, bro. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> <That's> <laughs> what
1: I'm, what I'm telling you right now, you better get ready to just experience every moment. Yeah. Every moment. Every man. moment. Because in my phone, it pops up stuff from like three, four years ago, and I'm like, dog, this is crazy. Like you don't
0: Cause it goes so fast and yeah. i didn't believe that it ain't for real it goes fast yeah. time flying like it's flying now man just yeah go. like you know what i'm saying it flies because like say for instance we just talking about we met we met each other in high school bro. high school bro. look how far how long we've been 15 on the high school years bro that's 15 years bro that is crazy bro it almost said 20 years yeah, bro. yeah. so much than happened bro yeah yeah it has man yeah Speaking of high school, man, uh, we're going to get to that. Like, uh, <laughs> how, What was like your uh, first, before we get to high school, what was your childhood like growing up as uh, a kid in your household? Uh, four kids,
1: my beautiful mother, who's the greatest blessing next to my children, truly, mm-hmm. um, that I've had as an example of being a, um, a human being in general. And then my stepfather, um, who's great, came into a household of four boys and took us in like his own. To this day, my mom and dad are still together 30 plus years later. Um, but it was tough growing up on the east side of Milwaukee, it was very tough. Um, I was born on uh, 21st and Halley, but we migrated over to the east side, and that's where majority of my childhood was at. Mm-hmm. But it was rough because uh, we had to share rooms, which which was fine. I mean, you know, but my big brothers they were like um, studs in school, so they didn't really mess with me, and my little brother, like that, right? Yeah, um, so. Um, they didn't want me to run and play with them and stuff like that. I was under my mom a lot. And see, here's the other challenging part for me is that I'm biracial. I'm Puerto Rican and black. Mm-hmm. So my father, I didn't meet him until I was 18. October 18th, I'll never forget it, 2007, high school. Came to my high school after football practice. It's the first time I met him. But the reason why it was hard is because I saw my other brother's dads come in their lives, take them to trips, Six Flags, whatever, and I, I didn't have that. Right? I had my stepfather, but it's nothing like
0: yeah it's nothing mm-hmm. like it and yeah. it,
1: shout out to all the stepdads that do step up you know what i mean i mean nothing against them but um you know i i always wondered like where i came from apart from my mom so that was hard for me but what ended up happening for me uh, was i discovered basketball mm-hmm. at about nine years old i wasn't very good at it but i discovered it and what made me like it so much is that i found myself connecting with people, and I always love people. Like, I mean, I'm a people's person. I'm always trying my best to try to, like, um, build relationships. Um, if friendships happen, so be it, but relationships is huge to me, huge to me, excuse me. Um, and once I found the love for that, it's all started coming together as far as, like, me being with my brothers, understanding how they were able to move around with friends, how they were able to, like, level up in different things. And for me, basketball taught me how to, like, structure my life Right, so many ways. You got to participate with your team. You got to practice. You got to, you know, um, go through um, eras and learn, stuff like that. So I was so intrigued all the time. And I never wanted to not stop playing. So um, always playing, always playing. And then right before um, high school, my mom kind of lost us in the system a little bit brothers and them got a little mm-hmm. older my little brother went to his dad's and then um i went to my grandma's and that's where it got a little rough because i'm always with my mom my brothers but again basketball kept me rooted mm-hmm. and so um for me you know that kind of kept me together
0: Right, a lot. man that's deep man um <clears throat> i can imagine what that feeling was like like you being with your mom all the time yep and yep. now you're finna go with grandma. Um, oh, man. You know, like, what was that like growing up with grandma and stuff?
1: So it wasn't too much of a struggle from that standpoint of being with my grandma, mm-hmm. but ain't nothing like your
0: mom. You right.
1: Um, me always seeing her laugh, smile, and just being around. She's the provider. Now, my grandmother stayed around the corner off Lloyd Street. So again, we were very close. The difference became um, when I could not access my mom, she didn't have a phone. You know, she's trying to find herself, you know, um, and things of that nature. And I always tell people the greatest gift next to being born that my mom did for me was give me to my grandma. Um, because it gave me a second chance at, at life as far as going to high school, being able to play ball. That didn't stop anything. Like, imagine if I was with my mom going from house to house. Right. You know, uh, it would have been harder. Right. I had stability with my grandma. And one thing that my mom and grandma knew for sure is that whenever she wanted to see me, she could. Now, my mom wasn't on drugs or anything, but she had to find herself in in a sense of, you know, um, money, jobs, jobs, um, trying to find a stable home. And what she didn't want to do. And, and, and this is a thing I want women to understand, too. Being a good mother, sometimes you have to do the unsubconscious thing that you would never think you would have to do in order to sacrifice for your kids right my mom had to sacrifice giving up her responsibility of taking care of me every single day in order for me to have a better life for that i always thank her yeah like always mm-hmm. and she cry every time i talk i can call her right now she'll cry because she understood how tough and hard it was at that time to do so but she knew when giving me to my grandma it was like her raising me and yeah. i understood it because my grandma was amazing she I went to the store with my grandma, we went grocery shopping, she went to my games, and um, church, went to Mm -hmm. church all the time, and like, we built that relationship to the point now I'm her power of attorney, like, anything happened to my grandma, they call me,
0: like,
1: that's my love, I love my granny. And that's
0: good, bro, because like, you know, having grandma and your grandparents in your life, bro, is a a, a whole nother blessing, Mm -hmm. because these, not only like, these your mom's parents, so yeah. you see how your mom is, and you love your mom and your mm. parents so much, you see where they got it from. And yeah. you know, grandma's always gonna be extra sweet with the <laughs> young kids and stuff like that, so. Oh, we was greased, <laughs> faced up, i take tell you that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, man. Mm. Um, my grandma, she, had, she was a good woman, but I think it was too many of us. <laughs> yeah. For her to kind of like, and we get her nerves, like, oh. it was like, God damn. But she was a good woman, man. Rest in mm. peace to her. Yep. <clears throat> now, um, going to school, man, like, like i like that you said you was a people person because you know what's like before we get into school you know what i realized well, this kind of in school still yeah i've never seen you get mad nah bro <laughs> ne- I, i've never i've Shout never out to you for noticing that. <laughs> i've never seen this man get mad at nothing but at the same time i never seen you get, in the, get put in a position for you to get mad bingo, bingo. i've never seen that you in a position to get like because you always like that's how I used to look at you like, man, he's always happy. He's, mm-hmm. He carries himself well, bro. Yeah. Everybody know Carlos, He cool. And it's like you're not trying to be the cool nope. dude It's like befriending everybody. You was nope. cool with everybody. Yeah. Yeah. Speak to everybody and all that. Yep. To the point, like, I ain't seen you by you being happy and having fun. Yep. It made have made some people feel some kind of way like, that's, that's what it is. <laughs> but it's crazy because now <laughs> you think about it, you get older. Like, yeah. you think about it like you're only mad because it's something like within you. Yep that's going on, yep. and you don't even know how to handle it. Yeah. Which is, we're going to get into that, too, because that's mm-hmm. like a whole other topic. Yeah. That's tonight's topic, It's yeah. mental health and stuff. Now, let me ask you, like, how were you in uh, high school and stuff like
1: that? So, um, when I discovered basketball um, at an early young mm-hmm. age, um, I didn't think I would be as good mm-hmm. as I was.
0: He was good, too, bro. And Thanks, I, I bro. <laughs> yeah, he was good. He was good, I man. still am. I just want to know. with that rock, I still am.
1: Um, I knew that that would carry me Into high school Now From middle From elementary From 5th grade to 8th grade I won Like 6 championships Like mm-hmm. We went Almost undefeated Lost 3 games In the years I played And When I got into high school I didn't I didn't know what to expect Like our first And you know this Our first day Is all freshmen So it was packed I'm mm-hmm. thinking Like dog This is it's like maybe 1,000, 1,500 of us. Because Hamilton, the biggest school in the city, NPS. Uh, it's the biggest high school. Mm-hmm. By the second day, it was about 4,000 of us. So I'm like, coming from being the jock in school right, to being one of many people was like crazy to me. But what carried me was what you just stated, how I talked, yeah, um, my mannerisms, being respectful. Um, positive positive and not fit that right there what you stated not fitting in or trying to fit in because i always knew i had something unique within myself and i never wanted to be something fake i just don't it's something about people trying to be too much that's a bother to me and not that um i'm mad at folks that do that but it's we have to learn to if people don't love you for who you are man you just don't need to deal with facts right so when I as I got into high school, quickly I gravitated. People gravitated to me more so because of how I was, mm-hmm. and that made it much easier for me. Um, I never had an issue in high school, like like you said. I, right, you rarely saw me. Never mm-hmm. seen it. Mm-mm. Because the greatest component next to my heart is my mouth. I know how to talk. I know how to talk eloquently, very professionally, exquisitely, and I also knew how to talk on people's level because I came from something.
0: Now, let me ask you this, not to cut you off. No, you're good. How did, like, um, how did that happen? Like, like, not saying how did it happen. Uh, I already know you want this question. But, like, how did you form, like, how did you, like, become the person you is, like, mm-hmm. you, the way you talk, the way you think, the way you learn, like, were you yeah. reading books and were, were you, like, into different things? Absolutely.
1: Like, I was the eyeball. I was a cornball, what they say.
0: Yeah. I wasn't your typical hood child. Right. I was
1: born in the hood, but I wasn't the hood child. And because people knew that, they isolated me from a lot. Of, so I didn't get in a lot of trouble because people actually looked out for me. They was like, no, nah, you different. You you definitely, I'm not a thug. I'm going to just say this out right now. I never held a gun. I don't own a gun. I never did drugs, none of that. So because <clears throat> they knew that, and I also played sports, and I was able to jig, I was able to just be with everybody. But it was who I was internally that made um people really love me for who I was. I will be around my friends and read books while they talking about girls and stuff, bro. Right. Writing. I saw that too. Literally. Literally. I saw that. Yeah. Like because I always knew in my head that um while they're talking about things like that, I I came from something that I never want to go back to. Right. So I always wanted to brush up on everything in the world because I like to talk. And I wanted to make sure when I talked to people, people knew I stood out. Like, I knew what I was talking about. So for me, <clears throat> it carried me, even to this day, so many different places where people like, man, like, you you different because of this. And I'm like, man, listen, you can be the bum on the street, but what makes you unique is what you need to to have in order for you to shine. And for me, it was always doing the opposite things of what people yeah. Didn't want to do. Yeah, always. So that's what you know. That's where I got it from.
0: Right. You know, and um, that, that's <clears> how <throat> it was. Like what, well, like you know, what I'm saying. I always seen it. And I always admired it. I'm like, yep. bro, it was really yep. like himself and you know i was myself too you were you were but i I never tried to fit in i had an incident my senior year when i you know i heard about it got into a fight (laughs) helping my guy and all that but that was it bro like and i was kind of shocked too but Mm -hmm. at the time because that ain't your character right and you know how it is like if you with this guy you rapping and then something happened you just standing there you want to help yeah like i said um (laughs) but um that didn't define me how that define me i shocked myself but at the same time Other than that, though, I was a good kid, man. Yeah. Like I never tried to fit in. And somebody else told me, like Rick, I respect you, bro, because you never tried to. He he was talking to somebody else, like Rick, never tried to fit in, at all. And a lot, of, and to be honest, I didn't do a lot of things in high school. I didn't go to prom. I didn't go to football games and nah, stuff. I didn't know that. I didn't do none of that, bro, because I don't <clears> know. <throat> like I honestly feel like I was really didn't, you know, back in high school. I know I wasn't trying to fit in, but I don't really think I knew who I was. That's it? That's what it was. I didn't know who I was, and I didn't want to I found me at a a short period of time. I wouldn't say fit in, but I tried to please Mm. people. Hey, like by making them laugh like like try to be like oh hey check this out like, cause you did <laughs> yeah, you know I was to be doing that hey like, you know how the memes be and shit yeah. and they do skits now I was <clears throat> doing that before you they was were doing were. that bro but that was like I started thinking about like, like what are you doing bro uh-huh. like it's just like I'm not saying it wasn't me it was something I found but at the same time I look back on it like you didn't have to do all that Mm-mm. cause that ain't even your character now like you can do no. I can do skits or something but yeah. it's like that ain't my character and that's like when you get older and I start looking back like I start realizing when you get older, you start knowing more who you is, yep. what you like. The experiences help you exactly, and yeah. you stop caring about what people think. Because yeah. I think that's what it was too. I cared about what people think, yep. what thought about me, and you didn't. And I and I noticed that. Like, here's the funny part: to at a point, I
1: did. I hit it very well because remember, I'm I'm a very emotional person, so I um I gravitate to people um, that are going through stuff. And I I just want to, I always wanted to, for for me, because I didn't feel loved as much as I felt like I should have, I always flung to people that I felt that were maybe less fortunate than me, and I tried to come together and and encourage them, which ultimately enhanced spiritually, encouraged me to be the best I can be. So we both felt the same. I just didn't show it on my shoulders because... I also didn't know how to be vulnerable. That's a whole nother topic, by the way, but I've learned over the times to learn to be vulnerable, and it helped so much in my growth, bro. Like, cause I always knew I knew who I was, but I didn't know how to use that to gravitate what I need out of life. You know, so yeah. that was the thing for me.
0: Um, but yeah, man, like, um, I, 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 I like I said, I paid attention to that. You know, a lot of times we probably feel like people not really paying attention to us, but mm-hmm. a lot of times they are. Yeah. Like, you know, I'm like, that's the only thing I regret about high school is like not doing certain things and not really experiencing much.
1: Is it like sports and all that stuff? Maybe. Shoot.
0: Um, it was that like, like not trying out for basketball. That was my love. Yeah. Um, like I said, that's what I admired about you, bro. Like in high school, bro. You was always yourself and stuff like that, and um, like a lot of times we feel like people are not paying attention, but they really is. Uh-huh. And I was paying attention to that, bro. And I was like, man, that like dude cool in his own way. Like, you know, like he, his he's where suits, he's happy, he's positive, uh-huh. he, he want to go to class, he ain't trying to be out here, uh-huh. no smoking, no drinking, no uh-huh. getting into it. <laughs> and that's not saying like like cause you, you <clears throat> now I'm not saying this to say like cause like you was soft, you was a punk, cause no. you're not, you wasn't. No. no, but at the end of the day you knew who you was yep. and you 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 would escalate something like i mean you would, uh <coughs> you would, you would try to like disfuse the situation before mm-hmm. it get there yeah and like to be honest with you anybody who wanted to get into it with you or just didn't feel like they had a problem with you that was within bro because yeah. you, you you never done nothing to nobody nah, appreciate and like it, i said bro. for sure and i never done nothing to nobody i just had <laughs> you, that you, incident just, you were just helping out just like. trying to help out and mm-hmm. like prove something and um like to be honest like i said like i the only thing i regret about high school really bro it's just me not really experiencing nothing like prom and going to these things. Now that I have this mindset, yeah. and it was mainly because I had like insecurities. I let my insecurities really get to me deep, and worry about what people are going to think of me, what people going to say, or yeah. not want to do this and that. But uh-huh. like, but it was still cool. Like I didn't, I didn't. Like, I, high school was cool. Yeah. It was still cool. Like, it was a learning experience. Yeah. I like I said, I knew people, and mm-hmm. like I didn't talk to nobody. Or I wasn't the shell. Like I knew people. You were pretty popular. Like, people knew who you were. Exactly. Yeah. They did. But it's just like within like you know how sometimes you could be thinking something yep but whole time it's just you thinking this that's no, nobody else nobody, thinking this yep, This is just time. you like 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 and that's i think that's what it was because yeah. like to this day sometimes i had moments like that mm-hmm. and i didn't think like bro that's probably just you just thinking that yeah and we all had that yeah we do that's like somebody thinking they ugly and like no that's just you yeah but like yeah but i never really like regretted nothing other than that i, I think i was a good person i was and mm-hmm. like i said like, it was cool to meet you, bro. And I want to say, bro, I appreciate you, bro. Cause, like, right. like you always was cool to me, bro. Thank you, bro. You never treated me no different way. And, like, no. let me ask you something. Like, cause I hear you were saying he was different a lot. Yes. Like, why, like, does that bother you for people to say, like, oh, he different? Or he, like, cause you know, in the black community, right? Yep. Good We, to we it, bro. talk, we talk, like, it's safe <laughs> and some people talk proper. Yep. Like, and I had this with my ex. Like, a lot of times, like, she, a lot of people are like, she talk white. Or she proper and stuff like this like or you in safe things you enter different things like mm-hmm. music like like whatever the thing is like just the opposite of what we grew up around like why is that considered weird and like did that bother you
1: you know what those are all good questions and i'm about to hit every one of them the first one is is that it did because i didn't mm-hmm. understand being younger um why people did that right i, I didn't I'm just trying to be who I am, be me, be authentic, whatever you want to call it. At the time I didn't authentic was whatever, Mm -hmm. but the other component to that is uh, you hit it. The insecurities within themselves because they are trying to portray something for other people to see them, to, to like them. For me, it was just natural to be who I am. And I thought that was always, and still to this day, it's the greatest way to be with that being said, man. Um, what we as a people need to learn and understand is that being educated doesn't have a color. Um, so when you hear somebody say you're trying to be white, that's a disrespectful thing to say. Right, that's very disrespectful. Because our ancestors fought for us to be well educated, well spoken, well postured, everything. Exactly. In order for people to take us serious and know that we come with the vengeance of control. Right. taking over dominion of things that we feel that it's old to us it has nothing to do with being white and being a color um that's a stigma yeah. that people need to get over being who you are is has everything to do with doing the right thing so that means whatever you were born with, you use it to to your best abilities to capital to, to capitalize the things you want on life um, whatever you learn on that journey along the way is just a plus. Right. So after a while, I didn't even care because then I started figuring out who I was and quickly, and this is no shot at nobody, but because I knew who
0: I was early enough.
1: Yeah. I looked at you as like, uh, a sucker yeah exactly really
0: you know what i mean exactly because it's like what did you do all this extra stuff for why are you even wasting your time yeah. trying to point pinpoint something i'm doing that's different from what you doing mm-hmm. like and like I, I used to like don't get me wrong like, you know you can be around certain people that influence but i never really i've never really like i don't really think i ever really like diss somebody for being properly mm-hmm. spoken and yep. stuff like that i was friendly to everybody yes. bro because i know we all different we all go through our same thing yep. and i never really understood it like oh you trying to act white or you ain't why you acting like like i'm you're black at the end of the day you're yeah. black yeah my skin tone <laughs> is black like I all what right what's so what your you pigmentation <laughs> like and i had you know what's crazy what's that man we talking about this <clears throat> a couple years back at my job i had a girl tell me that too like i think she said i act white or something i'm like I really just like what the like that kind of like it rubbed me me the wrong way, but I didn't get mad. I'm like, what the fuck does that mean? Like, because I'm like, and I'm not even a super most properly talking person, but I'm like, what does that mean? Just because I'm not sitting here talking about somebody or being messy or I'm not talking like you know, a lot of cussing or talking hood. Like, I'm from like we from this, yes, we 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 got this in us, but like. Because I talk a little bit proper and I want to have manners, like yeah. I'm, I'm supposed to be acting white. like <laughs> I never understood that. Like, like, these sound crazy. Like,
1: and like you said, man, it's you didn't get mad, but it's like an insulting thing. Like, it really
0: was. And yeah. it's
1: not just insulting me, it should be insulting you too. Because some, right. if you look at me like that, what do other people look at you as? Exactly. Right. And the fact of the matter is, a lot of people that don't see um, that type of um, mantra in us, it's because all they see is hood or, you know, Game bank or whatever. That's really all they see. What they don't understand is that, um, you know, being well-spoken or talking with a certain type of elegance behind Mm -hmm. you brings about the employer to be like, okay, I want to deal with you. Not the fact that because you come from Center Street or whatever, it's because you can turn it on and off when necessary. Right. And like you you just alluded to the greatest thing in this subject that we all come from this. Like don't don't get it twisted. I'm from the east side. You from some. Everybody come from something, right? But elevation has to do with change, right? And with change comes about a way of looking and thinking and being something that's different from where you come from. <clears throat> mm-hmm.
0: And that and one thing I want to speak on too about that. Like we all come from a place. We all like especially being black. Yep. We come from a background of not having much, not having much inheritance. To us um so i'm proud of a lot of us especially you like you Thank know you. from coming from you welcome from hearing your story and coming from where we come from yeah the type of person you turn out to be yeah you know what i'm saying because like easily you could have had all those feelings wrapped up sure good and could have just took that and turned into anger and went to another route there you go and to the point like hurting people and like i said I kinda used to be like I wouldn't say judgmental hundred percent, but okay. I used to kinda like didn't understand why certain people was the way they was, but I kinda understood it, like started getting older and somebody asked me, I used to argue with somebody about this, like, you know, it's our environment. I get it, like you know what I'm saying, by us, like a lot of it, you gotta want better for yourself. Mm-hmm. But a lot of times if we didn't did stuff or we probably do stuff that we don't see is wrong because we seen it as being normal. Yep. But it comes a time where you just know it's it's within you Mm -hmm. i kind of started seeing like you know i want to carry myself different i don't want to get looked at as this Mm -hmm. not saying that we all get looked at as a certain type like it don't really matter what you is like how you dress or whatever you're going to get looked at but it's just a certain way i wanted to carry myself and how i wanted to feel like i wanted to wear the suits i wanted to to talk to talk with proper english i wanted to act a certain way and act accordingly and be friendly bro and just show love bro because it's like it's so much hatred and yeah. negativity yes, in here. Yes. It's so easy to get into trouble and get into negativity Super easy. versus being positive. And I'm like, bro, like, which we going to get into mental health? Like, just getting older and yeah. understanding about a lot of stuff we going through that we didn't understand, Yeah. like, it makes you just, it makes me personally just want to be more positive, bro. Be a better person, bro. Yeah. Like, and just learn myself <clears> and <throat> like, it's a journey, it's it's like um uh, it's not a race. It's like you know, and for the people out there, man, every day, like it's never too late for us to learn something new or just try to better ourselves, bro. Like, and um, not let our 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 situation or our environment, like you know, um, let it define us. There you go. You know what I'm saying? Like um, it's okay to be who you is. Uh-huh. Like you know what I'm saying? Cause like a lot of times, like it took me a while to understand, like to really realize, like nah, bro, like. Do what you want to do, listen to what you want to listen to, be go. who you want to be. Yep. And if they don't accept you, they just don't accept you. That's it. Because you shouldn't have to be trying to fit in for somebody or trying to feel like. I, I watch a lot of like different people. My, my Shout out to Wallow. I really watch and He really helped me a lot, bro. Mm-hmm. Like He'd be like, live for you and fuck what other people got to say. That's a great point. Because once you start, like he said, okay. you got to get a fuck it button. <laughs> once you get that bro I, like that. I hear that a lot like you gotta get a <laughs> fuck it buddy cause once you stop caring about what other people think about you that's when your life get better yeah and that is true bro cause like I've been slowly progressing into that like not caring what nobody thinks and stuff like that uh-huh. cause at the end of the day it's your life you only get one life and you gotta live it that's it so <clears throat> yeah man now um we you said you had four degrees man what, what do you, know? you got four degrees in so um
1: uh, business administration uh I have a minor. A lot of people don't know this part. Um, while doing my business degree, it was an a, a accelerated program um, for psychiatry. And I took it. So I got a minor in psychology. Um, television and film production from MATC. Dope. And it is, bro. Super Dope. Because my love is journalism. I love it a lot. Yeah, it fits you. <laughs> Thank you. For sure. <laughs> and um, nutrition and fitness. So all those components make of who I am and that's why I wanted to attack it really heavy. Um so um and I'm a talker, right? So the psychology part really enhanced so much in me that I didn't even realize that um and then and, and, and then I always tell people this don't let my degrees fear you. It's whatever we learned it, it was always in us anyway, right? right? It's how we capitalize what we have to get what we need to be successful. But what happened when I professionally went through that, it showed me how to really button up on how to look at people, how to approach, how to talk, how to understand. That part is important. Understand why someone does something. If you can answer the whys in anything, you'll always understand any situation you get into. So doing that program really helped me understand everything in the world even if you don't agree with it it helps you understand it so
0: that's crazy like um so it's like pretty much like say instance, you um you you see the way somebody acting yes and like it's your 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 friend or something yeah and it's something they do you don't like but Mm -hmm. you learn to like understand why they act like that Mm -hmm. and it's like kind of like if you're gonna accept it or you gotta just move around
1: yeah i've never been judgmental in my life bro See, it's funny you were sitting here saying, you're not judging me. I never, because I I came from something where people judge me all the time. And I hate people talking about people. I mean, I don't use that word hate a lot, but I hate when people talk about people. So, but the other part of it, I always wonder, why? Why are you like that? And instead of getting myself upset, man, I try to put myself in their shoes and be, instead of sympathetic, I'd be more empathetic. Mm -hmm. Try to empathize with their situations, their upbringing, and as bad as my situation may have been, someone's was worse. So I always just try to be grateful from where I came from, but be but be more grateful of the person that I'm looking at to help them either come out of it or to learn not to go that way. Right? Because a lot of people love being comfortable where they are, in spite of them saying they want to move away Mm -hmm. because they're too afraid and fearful of the change. That will dictate other people how they look at them.
0: Yeah. A lot yeah, of people that's do a fact. that. That's a fact, bro, in everyday life. Like, that's why a lot of us be in the situations we be in, cause we get comfortable. And you know, I see a lot of things all the time, bro. Like I said, God, like God be speaking to me. Yeah. Like, <clears throat> like it'd be like, say for instance, it'd be like a situation, like some a video or whatever, it'd be like, in order to reach the person you want to be your success, you got to go through uncomfortable awesome. phases. That's awesome. Just so you can, like, just say, for instance, like, you have to go through the uncomfortable things just for, like, when they, like, it to the point it becomes comfortable to you yeah. when other people are uncomfortable mm-hmm. with this situation. You'd have been through this. Like, I, I'm, I'm cool. I know who I am. Yeah. I went through this phase. I know what I had to be. You know, that just a part of, like, just growing and trying to be successful. Like, yeah. you got to to want to be better. You gotta be different you gotta have different surroundings and like uh like this quote i always heard like mm-hmm. to continue to do the same thing over and expecting a different um result is is um insanity s- s- <laughs> insanity was, who's was that um
1: i'm I, not sure who said it yeah. however it's a powerful quote <laughs> yeah it is because it's like it's
0: crazy like you be mm-hmm. thinking like okay i'm gonna try this tomorrow i'm gonna try this a little different the same way but a little different but no nope you gotta it's do it work work. different you gotta do it different man
1: um here i put something else on your brain and i always try to help people be s- I try to make things so simplistic, so we won't overthink
0: something because
1: mm-hmm. I'm a big over overthink- I'm a big thinker, so I'll overthink all day long. me too two things: think about a woman having a baby. they have to go through a trial nine months every day they have to find a way to make sure that this baby survives so they're going through hormone changes they're going through and i'm sure you've seen it yeah they're going through um mood swings all different type of things but the goal is to make sure that this is a healthy baby in spite of the change body um having all the type of things on their face or whatever they find a way to survive for another being Mm-hmm. What's powerful about that is that they put their self aside, right? They want to, I mean, so many times, again, I have four pregnancies. You watch them, they want to give up because it's too much. But for whatever reason, deep down inside, that's why I said we all got it in us, the it factor. They find a way to say, nope, because this is more important for the long haul. So they go through the trenches. They go through the throwing up. They go through all that to know that in nine months, I'm going to have this beautiful specimen called a human that i can be a proud of and spend the rest of my life teaching them all these different things here's the other one going to the gym working out you want to get in shape you want to do all these different things and all you can think about is how tough that is lifting that weight what people don't try to think about is that if you don't do it not only will you not look at like that you're going to be worse than where you are now so we put ourselves in the mindset that I'm finna go through this crazy pain after I'm working out, after all the lifting, after all the running, I'm gonna be tired. But the end goal is that I'm gonna look like
0: something I want to always be. Yeah, so. that's that's true. Because mm-hmm. I didn't have that myself, like man, you know hey, <laughs> <laughs> Hey, that's true, man. With everything, man, it's like it's just like we quit yeah. when we um, it get tough. Yeah, it it gets tough. It's like it's like it's up. Like you got to think of we got to think about the long. Like you said, the long run. You have to the long. Like man.
1: Yeah, that short stuff will get you caught up. Like you wanna you wanna celebrate the little moments, Mm -hmm. but the biggest goal is what you want to look like. And you can imagine it in your head, bro. Like we are powerful people. We can imagine. Like someone imagined to build this house, but they understood and knew it was gonna take time. But they knew the end result. The money that it's gonna bring, the
0: happiness that it will bring people, yeah, that's the goal. Yeah, that's deep, bro. That's that's something a lot of us gotta look at and try to look at and stuff. Mm-hmm. Now, um, you have a podcast as well. Tell the people about your podcast. Yeah,
1: man. man. Thank you for letting me do that. For Shout sure. Out, um, uh, to you for allowing me to do that. Seriously, it's called the Soul Podcast. Um, let's see, it is November, so five months ago, God, I was driving. Mm-hmm. And I was listening to a podcast, man. I pulled over in my driveway and I, in the podcast, I forgot it was a sports one, but it was dope. And I'm like, man, I, I can talk. I can, I got all these different things in me and I want to mm-hmm. get it out. And I pulled over and I was crying in my driveway and God just hit me like, man, start your podcast.
0: You know what's crazy? Like, uh, not to, yeah. not to uh, cut no, you, you good. Off. you just, you just said something about crying, bro. Yeah. I'm a big crier, bro and i lot, bro I, i've been doing that, a lot of that lately that's okay like and it is okay it is like because we grow up like oh uh, boys don't cry man don't uh, cry that's not i'm here to tell you that's not true no if, even if y'all want to cry around nobody you cry by yourself bro, yes you gotta get that out that's 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 like a a detox yes in a sense of a way bro you got it and bro. there might be a time where you just listen to some music or something or you just you just have a thought and you just cry it could be like a sad reason or it could be a happy reason because you can mm-hmm. be proud of where you at and where you become and knowing where you came from yeah. like and just knowing what's in front of you just yeah. just being thankful no That's, absolutely that 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 is it bro because like I always like look at life bro I had time I'm a nice person yeah but I'm gonna be honest bro I didn't have times where I didn't like some people that was close to me yeah they kind of got like the angry me sometimes like, you know, you take, you know, you sometimes you can take your anger on the people who's closest to you. Yeah. Yeah. That's who get it the most. Right. And like, like, I'm, the, I'm just taking accountability, bro, because like, yeah. and it's like the type of person I am, when I notice I do that, Yeah, I'm going to immediately apologize. That's Because awesome. that's not in my character. Yeah. And it's like, but it's at the same time, I don't feel like I'm wrong because like, it's just something I'm probably going through that you just probably don't know. Yep. And it's normal. But as long as you make it right. Yep. And you find out what is going on, you really deal with yourself. Because um we are going through something, bro. Mm-hmm. Whether we know it or not. Yep. And uh, we gon we gonna get into it. Let's get into it. Let's I'm do a, it.
1: I'm a, matter of fact, I'm a I'm a get, I'm a touch bases with the podcast, mm-hmm. but I already know what you're talking about. Go ahead. The, go so ahead. so w- what ended up happening is ev- all God wanted me to do mm-hmm. was make sure that I pray every day. Ever since that day I prayed every single day. So on my phone, I actually gotta read the prayer. I have a prayer every day. I read it three times a day and just to keep God on on my heart, on my mind. And the other component was make sure when I have the podcast that we are genuinely at the end of it, try to figure out a solution. Because we can talk all day, but we don't come up with solutions. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, okay, if that's all that you're asking me to do, fine. The way I came about the name is because I wanted to touch people internally. To help them understand self-love is everything. And it was a lot of times where my insecurities um, came about because I didn't love myself enough. So I'm trying to, what you stated, please so many different people to make them happy. And I'm not making myself happy. Mm-hmm. Only because I'm diminishing the things that I want in order to make somebody else happy. But it's not reciprocated back. Right. So I'm forgetting who I am. And the greatest thing I always want people to understand and know is that no matter what we go through, we said it before we got on here, is you're loved. You're enough. Like, no matter what nobody say, what type of mental issues you may have, mm-hmm. you are. God did not make a mistake right? by making you how you are. <clears throat> However, that's why he made people in the world to bounce things off of. If something's wrong, you conversate and have a talk. Maybe you're looking at something a certain way that um, you never thought of that can change you, right? So that was the purpose of the Soul Podcast and the name of it. And so um, when people come on, when I have guests, when I have um, conversations with myself, I always want two things to happen. One, I want people to be authentic and understand this is a safe place Mm -hmm. for you to conversate and talk about very vulnerable sensitive stuff and two most importantly i want a solution right what can we do moving forward whatever it is to try to better one another
0: and we talked about that bro remember we had that phone conversation we were talking about like mm-hmm. um how we want our platforms to be like yes a play a safe haven place even though we talking to the world but we mm-hmm. want to like It can be like therapy. Cause you know how it is with like us coming up. I didn't Mm -hmm. I didn't know nothing about therapy. I know therapy was, I seen it on TV, but only time we really knew about it was when like when okay, honestly, growing up, we heard therapy, we we thought people was crazy. Yep. That that's especially in our community. Yep. Yep. We either thought it was crazy or they had anger issues. Yes. That's it. It was never a situation where I just want somebody to vent to me. Yep excuse me I want somebody to vent to or I just want to find out why am I acting this way or why am I why -hmm. this not working or why I feel this way yes we usually like find other ways to cope with it or just deal with it Mm -hmm. and just let it go over but realistically like that's really messing us up yeah you know and it's not normal like it's okay to talk to somebody because I didn't even seen like a lot of posts and be like you know black men don't really have nobody to vent to. we can't vent to nobody we can't we gotta keep it to ourselves it's like who told you that yeah that's you know not true saying? that's not true at all like who told you that it's just the people who you who you vent into yep that make you feel like that because like to be honest with you if you got a good woman or a wife or a girlfriend Talk about that her. should be the person you you can vent to yep. because that should be y'all, y'all should be each other's safe havens for yes. each other yep even your family, but at the same time, I get it. Mm-hmm. But it's just, like I said, it's just about the person you've been into.
1: So what, and, and that's great, and to piggy on that more, this is the part of having a solution comes into play. So to fix that is we need to, as a people, ourselves, one, be willing to accept certain situations for what they are. And I'll give you an example. That if you're going through something, stop faking like you ain't really going through it. Right. Stop being naive You are. Two, let's realize that you do need to talk to somebody. Again, this all starts with us. And if we learn that whatever's going on starts with us and show what it should look like, it can be reciprocated back. Mm -hmm. Three, we really, really need to take it upon ourselves to reach out to people. Okay? Um, It's a tough thing, especially, like you said, as men, as black men, and we can only speak to what we are, right? Um, That... If you go to someone with the conversation and it seems more sentimental or in their eyes soft, um, some people may want to shy away from it and look at you a certain way. But that's... And what they don't understand is the vulnerability part that you're opening up. And hopefully, like a wound, you don't do something so bad to the wound where it never repairs. Meaning, your vulnerability is a wound, but I'm going to you as a doctor for healing to close it. Right. So... I like to use analogies too, bro. That's it's cool, it's that's So that's the third component. Four, we need to make it normal to talk to people. I can pick up the phone. Rick, bro, I know I ain't talked to you in a minute, bro, but I'm going through something. Can you give me like five, ten minutes of your time? We don't know what a person to do for us in that moment because they just want you to be okay. The The last thing you want to do is see Carlos be on the news suicidal because he was too afraid to reach out to you.
0: Exactly You know And that's how it usually be Like <clears throat> It be like cause It's too late And to the point Where we like Man why they ain't reach out Yeah But the whole time We know why they ain't reach out Because The way we came up That's you, it You don't even reach out No, nope. So it's like It just kind of It just be kind of sad bro Uh mm-hmm.